Are we on? I think we got it figured out. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we're in the game. All right, cool. Yay! So, first, let me say good morning. Good morning, Dana. Good morning, everyone else. You are listening to Janae, and this is Speak My Peace. Thank you so much for your attention this morning and your ear. I feel like this is a super special treat on Speak My Peace. We have a guest speaker today, more like a freaking takeover. My very good friend is going to join us today for this episode. Um, She's a marriage counselor, and I just felt like I couldn't do us any justice, like trying to speak on this because I've never been married. I don't think I've ever even encountered anything close to it. So I feel like if I was going to do an episode on marriage, who better than, you know, than her. So Dana, ah! if you want to, you can go ahead and introduce yourself, speak to the people. Okay. Well, I, so I'm a little bit nervous. I don't do this like Janae often. So, um, but yes. I am Dana. I have been friends with Janae. Let's see. When did you... Girl. When did you start high school? 2003? Something like that. Yeah, it's been a long, a long yeah. time. Yeah, so probably, oh my gosh, almost definitely over 15 years. Woo, girl. So, but yes, we went to the same high school and then even after... I moved away, went to college, she moved away, like, I just, we just stay connected, so here we are. Yes, ma'am, and I thank you so much for um, making yourself available for this. I know that this isn't something that's, like, your thing, so thank you for stepping out of your shell um, to, school us, <laughs> to school everybody a little bit on marriage. I just went live because I was waiting on her. And so I went live just to try to like get a feel for how anybody might feel about this episode. And let me tell you, like the views kind of like started like, I mean, I don't get crazy views, but they started going (laughs) up. They started going up. Like I put marriage as the caption and they started going up. So either people are struggling with their marriages, they're um, not getting married or I don't know. They just want to know what's up. So I was wondering, I don't know what, if you had anything like lined up, but I kind of was just curious myself, like, if you have any insight or what you think, I guess, just on experience, like, what's the mm-hmm. most common issues? Like, what what is the most common thing that you've co- that you come across that's, like, <laughs> fucking people up in their marriage? Um, I would say, well, I would say first is <clears throat> the commitment of marriage itself. You know, like, people who maybe have kids together or maybe they've just been dating a really long time but have yet to get married that ends up being like a really uh, strong point of tension of like well you know are we going to commit further than this or maybe someone in the relationship is like comfortable like you know we're That's together, we live you find together. That in my mind I would think that it's more women that are kind of like what's up is that true Yes, I would I would definitely say that it's still as far as the non-married people who want to be married, I would say it's mostly the women who are like, okay, so what are we doing? Uh-oh. Did I lose her? This is it. Like this is the extent of like what our relationship will reach. So true. Um, but yeah, so I think it, it definitely varies between like people who are single versus people who are, um, already married, the kind of problems that, that come into the room. Okay. So you counsel people that are like on their way to marriage and people who are already married. Yes, both. Okay. 
So the already married people, what are what what's the most common issues that they have? Is it like I I would I would assume that it's like money. Um, you know what? Honestly, it's I it's not necessarily money. Like sometimes money is definitely a part of it, but it has more to do with um sexual intimacy mm. and um just connecting especially after kids. Or even like just how present someone is in the relationship overall. So with sexual intimacy, surprisingly, you would think that most men come in complaining that they're not having enough sex with their wives. But it's actually the opposite, that more women are complaining that their husbands aren't doing enough in the bedroom. Really? Like doing enough, like keeping it exciting or they're just not getting it in enough? They're, they're just not getting, they're, they don't want to. And so wow. that's where, you know, the biggest problem I, that tends to come up is pornography. So oh. I know people have like mixed emotions about the use of pornography or even like the use of pornography in the, in the relationship, but ultimately it, it ends up being like the biggest complaint either. Number one, like a woman is feeling like, well, like you'd rather watch pornography than like be with me. So that's mm-hmm. a problem for them. Like right. that becomes like a huge point of a frustration. And it it actually starts to become like a, like a, a faithfulness kind of thing. I wonder like if, it, where, if it messes with their self-esteem. Yes, definitely that. And also just, it becomes like almost like adultery. Like they just yeah. feel like, well, you rather look at this woman or fantasize about this woman than actually be with me right so that becomes a huge issue and then I mean, like the we're other so side emotional, of it is right women are so emotional so I yes. mean, that makes sense yes absolutely and um i think it also starts to become like a actual erectile dysfunction issue so Ooh. i think that's the thing that people don't really talk about is like pornography really does like our bodies are already built to connect um experience pleasure like sexually through physical touch right but like when you are regularly practicing like just being visually stimulated it really does change you know your body and the way that you enjoy sex but people don't talk about that very often so what do you because... mean you mean you mean like since i don't i don't know maybe can you elaborate more i don't think i get it um, I mean, like you're you're sort of naturally designed to connect physically when it comes to right. sexual intimacy, but like, and that's not to say that you're not also visually stimulated with your actual partner who's like in your face. So you're saying that since, like, it's gonna take a little bit more than right than what she has to stimulate him at this point because he's been fucking watching porn. Yeah. And- Okay. And it happens to women too. Like, okay. don't get me wrong. It happens both to both men and women who use pornography on a regular basis. It just legit changes. This, this really heightens my, what I was, what I always thought about sex being like important. Obviously sex is important because we like to feel good, but it's important on a deeper level, obviously. Yeah. As far as marriage goes. Absolutely. <clears throat> so yeah, that's, I think that's a big issue because. That's so you know, interesting sex sells so obviously yeah nobody ever says well you know maybe you're watching too much porn but then they'll you see all these commercials for erectile dysfunction like oh just pop this pill you'll be good you know like or yeah like the people who sell those pills 
they're like, cool, we're getting your money. The people who are selling porn, they're like, cool, we get your money. So like no one's actually saying like, oh, maybe some of your sexual intimacy issues are a result of pornography. But the research is out there. Like you could do a whole episode about like brain chemistry and the way things change for you. That's crazy. Yeah. After prolonged exposure to pornography. So yeah. So that's like a huge complaint either because somebody doesn't feel like they're, they're getting it enough or someone is overusing it. And like, people are like, why would you rather masturbate when you have like a whole person like right here? Like, cause she ain't doing it. Right. She, Yeah. That's exactly. fucked up. That's fucked up. That's, yeah. that, that, that really sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't even think of sex being like, like one of the most common. I, I for sure anticipated talking about um, cheating mm-hmm. and money. Cheating and money. Yeah, cheating is an issue. So I think it's like, so I would say for for healthy relationships, right? So I think it's good that you like did a domestic abuse episode this week. Like I'm talking about relationships in which you are not being physically, emotionally, or sexually abused by your partner. Like where there's safety, there's trust. Like then these are the the top complaints of like not enough sexual intimacy or like just wanting to feel connected. I think the other big thing that comes in is just like, uh, like being present. And I think that comes from the kids. Like you have kids. So like if, especially if both people are working, you have your job doing that 40 hours a week. Plus you have your kids, like, you're picking them up here or there, you know, you're doing homework help, right? Like, is there anything, you know, like, is there, like, any, like, specific, like, I don't know, instruction you give these people to help them, like, I don't know, yes. figure it out? Yeah, so the biggest, the best solution is <clears throat> more vulnerability. But this, I feel like this is also the hardest thing for people to it do. Is. It is. It is. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, so, but you have to, you almost have to be super obvious and super open with your partner if you actually you have to just put it all out there right yes just like wait and see what happens that's scary as hell yeah but i mean it seems it seems so easy well it doesn't seem easy but it's like literally the the easiest thing you can do to remedy remedy the the problems but you do you have to have a partner who you can actually trust who you don't feel like will take advantage of your vulnerability but oftentimes both people are longing to be more vulnerable but they're both scared right so every so if we all just promise to be transparent (laughs) exactly then, then the shit will work right so it's like stuff like well, he doesn't buy me. I feel flowers. like that's like everyone. That's so funny. I feel like that's everyone. Everybody has is so guarded because they're yes. afraid. But if we all just put them down, right, we'll be like much happier. That's wild. Right. Okay. So, like, if you want to cuddle, or if you want flowers, or if you want say that shit, huh? You just have to say it. Like, really, you just have to say it. You you can't anticipate that someone is going to read your mind, or oh my that god, that's they're going to know. Or even that they're going to, like, know as your relationship changes. So maybe, and that's a, another big complaint, is like, well, things were like this at the beginning, but now he or she I feel like I've romantic. experienced that just, like, in, you know, relationships that aren't marriage, like. Yeah, but that's because life changes, right? Like, okay. right. it's harder right, right, right. to be really intimate when you got babies who, like, crawling in your bed at night, you know? like Right. 
and you, when you're exhausted, when you don't have a lot of time, like it's hard to go on a date if like you don't have childcare, you know, if you have to think about yeah. all of these Hell different yeah. points, it just becomes a more stressful situation, which again, people don't necessarily articulate that they don't articulate, you know, in a vulnerable way. People aren't saying their needs is what it sounds like you're saying. People aren't voicing what it is they need from their partner. Well, or if they are voicing them, they're doing it in a conflict kind of way. Like they are like complaining or this is why you, this is why I'm not satisfied with you. This is why I ain't happy. This is why I cheated or whatever. They're using pretty much explaining away their like distancing, like the way they distance themselves is like, well, this is your fault. Because you're not this or you're not that. So that's a big problem too. Because again, you have to be more open versus like, why you ain't never buy me no flowers versus like, right. I would really like it if you bought me some flowers, that kind of thing. Okay. But when you're fucking, when you're mad, (laughs) right. right, And you're feeling some type of way, you're the last thing you're thinking about is, you know what, babe? <laughs> yeah. I really like when you touch me. Like... Right. But that is exactly <clears throat> what you need to say because people are more likely, like, and again, this is assuming that you are in a relationship with a healthy individual. Right, 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 right. Like, people are more likely to respond positively to your show of vulnerability. You know, if you're, like, really honest to say, like, yeah, it hurts my feelings when... You know, you'd rather watch TV than like have a conversation with me. Like if yeah. you just can be honest versus like, why are you always in front of that TV? That's why I did right. it. You know, like, <laughs> it's a different thing. Because yeah, then it just yeah. sounds like, well, why are you nagging? Why are you complaining? I mean, when like, you, yeah, when you come in like that, you kind of set the tone. Like, oh, this is mm-hmm. what we're doing? <laughs> All exactly. <right. laughs> exactly. So you kind of do have to come at it in a vulnerable way. And then if you are then being vulnerable and you're still finding like, you're getting shut down or like they come at you sideways after like you're just trying to be like honest and open then that's that's a different situation that's where it's like okay you do have to reciprocate um and I mean, it might so, be per- but okay so you said this is for a relationship that's like healthy and like a mm-hmm. rational person i'm sure right. you deal with some toxic people too yeah and i would say oftentimes there's always like a history of trauma And that's, I mean, and most of us do, we have some sort of like, we have pain in our past. Like nobody has like perfect childhoods, you know, or even perfect adult, young adult wise. Like usually we're carrying around pain or trauma or just like situations that have made us distrust or made us on guard for whatever reason. And when, so when I see that, and then it's like, okay, you also need to do some individual counseling. Like, okay. We so do some one-on-ones do or you need to okay. find another separate counselor and like in tangent with your marital counseling, because yeah, the reality is if you are having issues relating to your partner because of your own traumatic past, like you have to, you have to deal with that stuff. You got to work that out. Like, right. You know, if, if, if there's something that's really causing you to feel like, well, I, you know, don't want to be touched because people touched me in inappropriate ways. And like, now I have a, I have have issues connecting with people. Like 
that's where you have to kind of get more additional support and help for yourself versus just being like, well, this is what it is. If you don't like it, then, you know, cause that is another thing that happens often is people don't want to do the internal work that it would take to actually connect to their partner more appropriately. So, and that is that like, you have to be willing, you have to be willing to receive negative feedback about yourself. You have right. to, be willing to grow and like actually take, steps toward self-improvement in order to have a healthy fulfilling relationship you deal with people who are like um what's the word I mean I guess like not receptive like they're there they're present but they're kind of like you know what I'm saying I don't know giving you like shit yeah absolutely and it it again it becomes like people learn how to protect themselves especially for people who felt like there was no one to protect their vulnerability then they are fierce to protect their their own in, like vulnerabilities or insecurities, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes that is just like people's walls are up and there's nothing that is really, that makes them willing to pull those walls down because- To me, that sounds like you don't give a fuck. But it what it really is, is like, I need to protect myself. Like it is like, I have been hurt so much that it just does not feel safe for me to let this wall down. Mm-hmm. Because it feels just too risky. And, you know, it, it doesn't help when they've had experience after experience where, like, I've been open and vulnerable. And here I am again, like, being yeah. taken advantage of or being abused or being hurt. Like, and that, and I think a lot of times people internalize that, like, well, it must be me. Like, it must be something wrong with me that I've attracted this kind of person or I'm in this kind of situation again. And it's and like, what do you say to somebody who feels like that? I feel like I, I felt like that before. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> and it and it is, there, there are probably ways in which you are trying to protect yourself from things that create blind spots in other areas. So, yeah. I mean, without going too deep into the rabbit hole, I think ultimately you have to work, you have to do internal work. Like, I do recommend that people get counseling. Like, it is a huge investment in your own like mental space I don't think people understand that I feel like people don't I don't know like therapy could do so many great things for people and I just don't feel like I don't know I don't know what what it's going to take for the buy for people to buy into that and I, I will encourage people to just see what their options are because there's a lot of affordable options for getting support from a, a counselor or a therapist. A lot of times your your health insurance will pay for it. Like, so if you are insured, you can like go see somebody usually at no cost to you or like whatever your copay is for like, if you have a copay when you go to a doctor. Um, so usually it's pretty cheap. And then even if you don't have health insurance and so you would have to pay out of pocket, like you can find a lot of different affordable options, especially if you are willing to work with a, a student, like, you know, someone okay. working toward their, their master's degree, That's like a for good, example, uh, piece of information. I hope y'all are listening to that. I didn't even know that myself. If, yeah. So when I was if you work with a student, it's cheaper. When I was working toward my master's degree, like I saw clients at $20 a session because, you know, it's like, I'm practicing, like, I benefit from you giving me an opportunity to yeah. work with you. So, like, you get a discounted rate, like, you know, and that's, that's not wrong. to say people are going to screw you up. Right, 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 like, right. You know, you're just working with someone who's just newer on the scene. Right. But, like, 
people are we're we're fully trained before we're allowed to actually see people it's just like there's just not enough experience that's why you get the cheaper rate so um do you work with people who are going through divorce yes I do um I do do try to yes so I will say if you are considering divorce and you're married go see a marriage counselor first because like divorce is not easy I think sometimes people feel like the problems in their in their relationship are so big that the easiest thing is just to like you know synthesis yeah exactly exit the relationship but sometimes it's not that simple especially if you have children I can have you know a home together you have like joint finances like it's just not easy it's really not easy and you're you're also bonded to that person whether you realize it or not whether they get on your nerves or not like there's a deeper connection there that's not easily broken Mm -hmm. and so yeah, go see a counselor and and give your best effort toward working that out because most likely if you are able to work through it, like you will be able to have a far more satisfying relationship and overall connection with your partner. Yeah. Do you ever, have you ever, I mean, I don't know how many, how, like how it works, but have you ever like worked with the couple that was divorcing and they turned it around? Um, I have had people who have um, mostly come in for discernment. Like, Cause I, cause I will say once you get to that point of like divorce, most people are not like, then there is no counseling. So I feel like I kind of okay. get, I get people right before okay. trying to make that decision, which I also don't recommend. Like, don't wait till the very last minute when you're almost through to say, okay, maybe now we'll try counseling. Right, it's right, like, right. Go when it's like, you're just a little, like, there's just little stuff. Like, mm-hmm. or even if you feel like you're good, like, just go for, like, a checkup. Like, the same way you would go to the dentist twice a year. Like, just go, like, just have someone okay. have, have a conversation with somebody. Because you just never know, like, what kind of feelings you might be holding on to that. I mean, and relationships generally up. go through rough patches. So, I mean, yeah. that makes, a gang of sense. Why not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Check in. Like, do a checkup. Yeah. Exactly. Touch I think base. those kind of things are really, really helpful for people. Like, don't wait till the last minute when it's pretty much almost over. Because, right. yeah, I think at that you point. You got your fucking wits end and, <laughs> and now yeah. you want to try to fix some shit. Like, yeah, your teeth so are falling out already. <laughs> and right. you're at That's the right. dentist. Like, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. So, unfortunately, I don't see a lot of that. But I do get people, like, trying to discern whether or not they should divorce. And again like sometimes it's it's a hard place to be because you don't want to wait into the to the moment where maybe one person is really there to like discern and the other person's like has their mind made up yeah and this is just like the last thing they can say well I mean we did counseling so do you feel like those emotions like like I'm I mean I'm certain a lot of this shit is emotional for the people that are going do you ever find like yourself carrying that with you no but I I like it's because I'm practiced in it you know like I think you you have to turn it off like you just do you know I mean I think that's with anybody's job like I can imagine when you're on your off day are you like thinking about like dang I wonder if that customer was satisfied with whatever whatever like most people like not thinking about it so I think just even in this profession you kind of have to have like a separation for your for your own self because yeah hell yeah 
Yeah. And I also like, I can't do, I can't work harder than they're working too. Like for their marriage. It's like, that's true. Your life. That's a good point. Like, I can't be in, I can't be more invested than you in your success. That's true. That you says know? a lot. I think yeah. that says a lot to people that don't try anything. Like if you, you can't expect this shit to work if you're not putting in any effort. Right. So exactly. That makes a gang of sense. I like this conversation. Yeah. Um, I think that this is important conversation to have. I mean, I don't know how many married folks tune in or or think I'm thinking about getting married, but I hope that this is helpful. You ha- can you think of anything else that might like you know I don't know save somebody's marriage or help them make a decision? Well, yeah, I would say um, you know you get to choose who you love, but then you get to choose who you love, but then you have to love your choice. So choose as wisely as you can. You know, like I think that make sure that you're choosing people based on their character, meaning like, you know, like how honest are they? Like, what is their integrity? Like, what is, what are their life goals? Um, Don't choose partners based on things that are temporary or things that will change. Like, you know, what their job is or just like how fine they are ladies. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, our bodies change over time. Like we don't always look the same as we did when we're, you know, I guess that can be directed to the guys too, huh? They be, yeah, like just want to have a trophy wife, some arm candy. Like, boy, no, this lady is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like try not to choose based on things that do change over time because, yeah, like you want you want someone who's going to be able to make dis- life decisions with you, like parenting decisions, like you know. So choose someone who you can do the whole do life with right like the long haul yeah. you gotta think longevity and long term like yeah shit, that's a big <laughs> that's a very yeah. big step and if the grass is looking greener on the other side then it's time to water your own lawn like take care mm. of your relationship Ooh, that's like, a good one y'all need to marinate in- on that yeah invest in your invest in yourself invest in your own invest in the areas of your that's like that movie hey i was just watching that movie tim that uh temptation oh yeah <laughs> she the grass the, she thought the grass was greener instead yeah. of watering her own grass she mm-hmm. got crabs <laughs> crab grass <laughs> now she has crab grass that's horrible <laughs> let that be a fucking let that was a lesson for sure yeah yeah so just invest in the places if you're feeling dissatisfied in an area of your relationship and that brings us back to being vulnerable right yeah be honest about it be open and just like actually go for what you want like it's one thing to be like i can't like communicate with this person or this person's unwilling to change yada yada but it's a totally different thing if you haven't even given them the opportunity to meet your right. needs. Right. Women like you know, to play because... hard to get or, you know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. mind reading shit. Like, ladies, we got to stop doing that. I'm saying us because I do that shit too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and try not to criticize, you know, your, your partner for their, their flaws because we're all flawed. Right. You know, like, try to meet his or her needs where they are too and like I said, if they need individual counseling, then help them to encourage them to get the support they need. Don't like dog them out to get support. Right, you know, right, like right, that right, doesn't right. Help, but really just be encouraging, you know, as like, as like, like you say, Janae, as we walk each other through life, like right. let's take care of each other. Right. That's good. That was good. This is good. I like this. Um, we can go ahead and wrap it up. 
we're coming up on our 30 minute mark. I don't want y'all to get um, loose focus in your attention span and shit. So um, I hope that this episode was helpful to somebody. I learned some things. I appreciate Dana for her takeover today. This is Speak My Peace and this is what we do. So if you got expertise in something or something that you want to hash out, let me know and we'll figure it out. Um, but this was dope. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate like, you it. You guys, I had to beg her to do this. So shut up. So y'all better eat this episode up because I had to kiss the ass. But it's all right. It's all in the name of it's all for a good cause, right? So all right. Well, we're up out of here. You guys have a good rest of your day, your weekend, and I'll holla. Thank you, Dana. Bye. Bye, guys. Toodles.